So you know they're important, you know that it should be what you're focusing on every day or well at least 80% of your time in the saddle. You know how beneficial it's going to be and yet you found that well you kind of got by without them didn't you? Until you didn't and that is the basics in horse riding and that's what we're going to chat about today. Hi there my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help you create a plan and in this case a training plan for you and your horse every single week that's going to move you forward and progress in a way that keeps you inspired and keeps you motivated and keeps both of you well happy in the arena and under the saddle. So very often I see riders, they get into the saddle, they start riding and it's all fun and games at the beginning. It's brilliant, everybody loves it. And then a couple of weeks in or maybe a couple of months in, it depends on the rider, it depends on the horse, but well, it just gets a little boring, doesn't it? That circle that goes on and on and on. You're not quite sure what you should be working on. You know there's something you're supposed to be working on, but uh, the circle it is. And then slowly but surely, horse riding loses its spot in your priority list only to be taken by something else and it is so difficult to get it back up there my goal in life is to get riders to put riding back on the priority list that they have and not only back on it I want it close to the top so what I want is to inspire you to go out and have better conversations with your horse now I've got a freebie at the end of today's episode that I'm going to tell you about But let's get into today's episode first, because it's all about the basics. So, you know, in everything in life, we know that there are basics. There are things that we should be working on and that if we kind of hammer home on the basics and we get them down pat, everything else seems to fall into place. And horse riding is no different. But the problem with horse riding is, generally speaking, you can get by without the basics. Well, I'm talking now, you, you, I'll talk about the basics just now, but you can kind of get away without it. You can, you know, mull on through and you'll get there. And, you know, my, one of my trainers used to say to me, any idiot can sit on a horse. Um, and she, she specifically was talking about jumping. She said, any idiot can jump a fence, but it's getting from A to B in style that counts. And I think that is so true because any person can get on a horse and ride a horse and stay on a horse. It's, it's not that difficult difficult at the end of the day okay but it's getting the basics and that's what shows up it shows up when you start to want to get out of that so when you want to start to go to the next level if you don't have the basics in place I'm afraid you're going nowhere slowly and you'll keep running into roadblocks and you will never ever progress and that's how it happens that's what happens that's when riders realize oh holy moly you know what I might have missed a step or two back there and they have to go back to the start and they're completely dismayed that perhaps their years of work as they see it is now been flung out the window and they're back to walking all over again and relearning those basics and but this time doing it down pat in a way that they can build on but they are so important so starting from the beginning what should you focus on well first and foremost the horse must be moving forward I say it almost every week inside of lessons in daily strides premium you have to be going somewhere in order to do anything okay so there has to be forwardness and I wouldn't even say moving forward I also say thinking forward because even if you're working on the halt you're working on maybe even rein back, you have to be thinking forward. And not only you, your horse as well. So forwardness is really, really important and it is key. The other one that 
I see that gets a little bit thrown by the wayside is relaxation. So a lot of people will work on rhythm and they'll work on suppleness, but they forget that they are all built on the back of relaxation. If you do not have relaxation, you cannot have the others. You can try and try and try till the cows come home. And I'm talking about relaxation, not to the point where the horse is falling over himself and can't lift his feet, okay? We're talking about a lovely ease of movement, a fluidness that has to come in from the horse. You you need tension to hold the horse together, but you don't want any excess tension coming in and ruining that relaxation. But sometimes people take that to the end degree and they'll have no tension or very little tension coming in okay so it's that lovely fine line that we're walking on relaxation but it's very often missing now when you start out as I said those things are not that important but then later when you want to build and you want to start progressing this is where you notice oh holy moly I might have not well I don't have the full picture here it's not all not all the pieces of the puzzle are here so we said about forwardness we've also spoken about the relaxation but one of the other basics that many riders miss on is their position in the saddle and this is why riding instructors the world over go on and on and on about position it is so important you have to carry yourself properly you cannot expect your horse to do anything if you are not holding up your end of the bargain and carrying yourself correctly so your position is important also from the point of view that you are in the correct or the best possible place in order to give the clearest communication to your horse at any given point that is at the end of the day the reason your position is so important there's no point in you wanting to do something and every time you want to do something you have to move your legs slightly because well it's in the wrong spot that's not going to work okay so you need to make sure that you have your position and I also think that what goes for the horse goes for the rider so I would also say that basic level of relaxation through that and also that thinking forward that we spoke about earlier as well okay now where this trips a lot of riders up is that they think that once they get into the saddle and they can kind of walk and trot and maybe canter and pop a little feints, that they don't have to think about these things anymore. But at the very beginning, I told you that 80% of your time should actually be focused on the basics. And then the other 20% is going to be the big things, okay? The big things, of course, are going to make all the difference. It's the 80-20 rule. But the 80% has to be those basics because the big things, and I'm talking big things when I say big things, I'm talking about maybe the jumping, maybe the cantering, maybe the lateral work, maybe the trying to get times or trying to go distances, whatever it is and whatever you your particular discipline is and however you would measure yourself and whatever is important in your discipline if you don't have the basics in if you're not working on the basics 80 percent it doesn't matter what you do in the 20 percent it's not going to work okay so important that you understand that and that it's a continuous process and can we even say continually progressing on from that okay so what I mean by this is Relaxation is something that shows up at every level of riding, okay? It's just like rhythm. It is there all the time. It doesn't matter whether you're just starting out or whether you are at the Olympics, okay? You need to have those two 
elements present in and I'm just using these for example by the way um, but you need to have them present in what you're doing in order to succeed and to do it correctly and to the best of your ability okay so what I mean is every time you reach a new level with regards to your skills in regards to what you and your horse can do and it doesn't necessarily even have to be skills it could be with regards to your relationship with your horse you will find that you're going to bump into something that means you have to work on these again but at that level so as you progress they come with you they're there all the time it's like you're all on this little journey together yourself your horse and all the basics and that you're all the time trying to can we say balance each other out okay so you understand that you and your horse are obviously the big pieces but in order for you and your horse to work there has to be a balance of all the little pieces and if you could imagine the basics were all the little pieces that balance the whole thing out okay they need to be there if they weren't there there would not be a complete picture okay it's not going to work so Keeping that in mind and realizing that it's a continuous, never-ending process, we need to look at a system and a way that works. And this is where a lot of people would turn to the traditional training scale. Now, my issue with the training scale, I don't have an issue with the training scale per se, I have an issue with how people see the training scale, they see it as being for the horse. (laughs) Sure, the horse has to have all these fantastic things, okay, as it goes through it. So if we're, if we're looking that it's built on the back of relaxation or the foundation of relaxation, and then if we go rhythm and your suppleness and then your contact and your connection, and then we take it to kind of the next level, which would be your impulsion, your straightness and your collection. They all matter to the rider as well. And very often you will see a horse that maybe has mastered can we say mastered but he's got a pretty good one of those elements and you put a rider on that doesn't really understand it and the horse will carry the rider for a certain amount of time but over time the horse is going to start mirroring the rider and you're going to get this kind of a a breakdown of the basic aids from the horse's perspective because the rider is not consistent with what they are doing so it has to be both of you working through this together now of course we've just um we're the the 30-day rider fitness challenge the live round in february um was on the go and it's just finishing up now we're on the last week here but um what we are talking about a lot in there is suppleness of course it makes up a big part of it but suppleness also i think in how you're thinking about things in how you approach things that you realize that there's not just one way that there's a couple of ways that you can be flexible in your approach to things I think suppleness for the rider comes from body but also mind as well and I believe this is also important for the horse now if you want to find out a little bit more on how I think of the training scale and how I would suggest you work with your horse through the training scale you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash scale dash download and there is a free little mini course in there all about the training scale and that I will give you out. There's a couple of videos and a couple of emails and it's just short, sweet and to the point, but it'll give you a good overview of what you should be working on when we're talking about the basics and how you can use that then as you grow and as you, can we say, evolve with your relationship with your horse and also your communication with your horse that you can use it at every level as you work through. You need to understand it before you can put it into practice. Isn't that very basic altogether? Of course it is. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for today. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep well, and I'll be back with you next week. Be good. Bye.